Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord, open our eyes that we may see, our ears that we may hear, and our hearts that we may love. Amen. In a climate of fear and suspicion, in a place of deep despair, he showed up and said, Peace. I'm not talking about Jesus, not yet. We will, we will. But first, I want to talk about Yo-Yo Ma. <clears throat> On the day before Palm Sunday this year, this virtuoso cellist showed up on the southern border that has been the source of so much angst and division. In both Laredo on the U.S. side and Nuevo Laredo on the Mexican side, he took his instrument in his hands and drew forth the soul-soothing sounds of Bach's Suite Number no. 1 for an accompanied cello. You've heard it 
even if you don't know its name. The music speaks for itself, but Ma didn't stop there. He continued, I've lived my life on the borders, he said, between cultures, between disciplines, between musics, between generations. He also lived on the borders of religions with a Buddhist father and a Protestant mother. Ma said he grew up more or less Episcopalian, whatever that means. Then Yo-Yo Ma showed up where one would least expect to see him, not in a tuxedo, not on an orchestral stage, but at the border, in an appearance that a Washington Post columnist called a prayer, a prayer. Between Bach pieces, he told his listeners, in culture, we seek truth and understanding. In culture, we build bridges. In his words and in his music, Ma helped his listeners believe in something they have never seen, a reconciled world where people live together in harmony. More than anything, he gave them hope. Hope is what Jesus brought on that first Easter night. I told you we would get back to Jesus. He showed up where they least expected to see him. In a climate of fear and suspicion, in a place of deep despair, Jesus showed up and said, peace. Jesus was not speaking an abstract word to an anonymous audience. He spoke words of peace to those intimate friends and companions who had abandoned and denied him and were perhaps in their grief and disappointment trying to forget all about him. Then there he was and they could hardly believe it. He had just showed up and said, not you bums, you cowards, you dunces, but peace. Jesus had crossed the ultimate border between life and death, and now he was back, and in such a physical way that it had to be believed, with his wounded hands and side, with his living breath, with his appetite in Luke's version of this story for something to eat. Jesus wanted his disciples to believe in something they had never seen before, a reconciled world where love is stronger than death, where the victim has become the judge and the only one who can pronounce the sentence, peace. Now Thomas, one of the 12, was not there and most of us remember him, and most sermons on this day revolve around his disbelief and belief, and our disbelief and belief. But honestly, I wonder if Thomas is not the last believer, but the first to be honest with himself and his friends.
I wonder if the others, once Jesus had vanished from their sight, were trying to convince themselves as much as Thomas. We have seen the Lord. Because how, in a climate of fear and suspicion, can anyone believe words of peace? How can anyone have hope? There is hope because three times in this short gospel, Jesus speaks the words, peace be with you. These words are not a simple greeting spoken in haste on a Sunday morning, although I hear that you all don't do it in haste. Jesus' words are a soul-soothing song of forgiveness. And it's no accident that they come before his invitation to mission. As my Father has sent me, so I send you. Before the disciples can serve the world in Jesus' name, they have to believe in the unbelievable, that their deepest regrets, their heaviest guilts have been nailed to the cross and redeemed. Rowan Williams has written, the gospel will never tell us that we are innocent. The gospel will never tell us that we are innocent, but it will always, always tell us that we are loved. That is their hope in that room. That is our hope. Hope not only for the future, but strangely, hope for the past. Because our deepest regrets, our heaviest guilts are nailed to the cross and redeemed in Jesus Christ. We do not have to carry these things any longer. Sometimes it's hard to put them down, but that is the invitation, that is the hope. Free from those burdens, our hands, our wounded hands can pick up whatever instruments God has given us to use and serve the world in God's name. Now, we too are invited to make God's music of peace in the world for the love of Jesus who loves us all. Amen.